Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Okay, doctors, today what I want to talk about is the five ways you can lose your mojo um, building your injury practice. In other words, how you can lose your steam. These are five ways that I've found, no matter what I look at or what I do, um, whether it's my practice, whether it's my business, um, these are five things that I know that if I don't have them in, I can lose my mojo. So let me share them with you today. So the first one is not having a big enough goal and not having a reason for that goal, not really understanding that what I just said. So a big goal is something that you can't achieve. You're not going to achieve it this month. You're not going to achieve it next month. A big goal is something you're going to achieve in a year, two years, three years down the road. So a big goal in an injury practice may be, hey, I want to be the largest, most successful injury practice in my city. And the parameters of that are, you know, I want to be able to take care of more people, get more people better, faster, be the most successful at treating these injuries and getting people back to 100% pre-existing status whenever possible. I want people to come from all over the place just to treat with me or to consult with me. I want to be able to uh, communicate on a professional level with any level of professional, whether I'm talking with a hospital administrator, head neurosurgeon, head orthopedic surgeon, head orthopedist, head physiatrist, it head chiropractor, it doesn't matter. I'm going to be able to be in that top elite area. Now, that's a big goal. That's my North Star. That's what I'm shooting for. And then I also look at it and say, well, okay, why do I want to do that? Well, because I want to have more time. I want to have, have more free time. And I want to be able to do the things in my free time without thinking about money. So I want to provide an incredibly good service. I want to provide a lot of it. I want to help a lot of people. And I want to do that so that I can have the financial stability to do what I want to when I want to. For the most part, I want to be able to have a clinic that actually has the capability of me putting in associates and have people running aspects or doing things um, that I no longer want to do, which could be actually treating patients, could be adjusting patients, maybe not. Maybe that's what you love to do and you're never going to replace that part of it. It's totally okay, but I'm going to do this so that I can basically have what I want. I'm not going to, I also want to do it so that I'm not eventually a slave to my practice. I run the practice, the practice does not run me. So that's a big goal and that's a reason for having it. Now, the second thing is if you don't have a burning desire to achieve that, right? And by the way, you should put that big goal up. You should put it up on your board. You should put it up so you can see it, so you're reminded of it. It's your North Star. But the second thing you got to have is you got to have a burning desire to achieve it. So you got to have a big goal. You got to know what that goal is. You got to clearly state it. And then you got to have a desire to achieve it, right? And you got to maintain that desire to achieve it. You got to be like a uh like a hungry lion right and you haven't eaten a meal in a while so you got to catch something to eat right so you got to have that level of desire um to achieve it to stay with it 
to get up in the morning and go, okay, gosh, I'm, I'm going to put myself another step closer to this. I'm going to put myself another step closer to this. And when you have a burning desire to achieve it, that's going to help. Now, the third thing you got to do is you got to take actions to achieve it. You got to take massive action to achieve it. I have a friend, Grant Cardone. He talks about massive action, massive action. So what does massive action look like in a, in a personal injury practice? Well, it, it looks like, hey, having my personal injury patient journey already scripted where I know what's occurring with each and every visit. My staff know what's occurring with each and every visit. They know what's occurring on a day one. They know what's occurring in a report of findings. They know what's occurring when I'm explaining imaging results to the patients. They know what's occurring when I'm actually doing re-evaluations. They know what's occurring when I'm actually discharging the patient. They know what's occurring on all of those. I also am going to take massive action to make sure that I've got internal materials that patients can read. They have access to personalized booklets that I can give out to the patient that basically explains what makes our clinic unique, what separates us out from the rest, having an automated email sequence set up for a new patient so that when they come in, they're getting an automated email sequence of tips of what they can do to help themselves in their own recovery and at the same time learning about what makes your clinic and you unique so they can help to refer others. I want to take massive action to actually long-term arm my patients to become my army of marketers for me. So I'm going to set out to do that. I have a program to do that um, so that I don't have to work so hard in my practice. I'm going to take massive action and know that I've got communication strips, uh, word tracks, whatever you want to call them, scripts um, that I'm routinely using that eventually don't become scripts at all. They're just routine parts of my language that indirectly ask for and educate the patient on referrals. Now, I'm not going to ask for referrals. I'm going to say something like, hey, you know, one of the things we're going to be looking for is a ligament injury. Anyone that you know that has uh, any sort of chronic low back pain, chronic neck pain, or chronic headaches, which I just did the first, fourth, and sixth leading cause of disability in chronic pain, if you, those are statistics out there, which is low back, neck, and headaches. Uh, we're going to make, you know, anybody that you know that has these things has a undiagnosed ligament injury. You can go talk to the person. They've never had anybody work with them that knows what that is and they've never had it worked up. Good. Now I'm being unique, right? So I'm going to take massive action. I'm going to take marketing action and I'm going to start to strategically place myself. Marketing attracts what you want and repels what you don't want. So you need to start strategically thinking about how you, what and how you're marketing. If you have things that you're not, that you're not uh, wanting in your practice, generally you're creating that. You just don't understand how you're creating it. So, you know, marketing is going to, again, attract what you want and it's going to repel what you don't want. So you want to, you know, you, you want to basically gear up for that. Now, the other thing you want to do is anytime you have a super high goal, you got to have a high purpose. That's like your reason or your desire to achieve the goal in the first place. So you got to have, you know, high purpose levels. But then you got to you got to understand that what comes with large goals comes large obstacles. Everybody wants to achieve a large, large goal. And that's great. I, 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 you, you got to you can't really function without a large goal. But you have to understand, 
if large goals were so easy to to do, everyone would do them. Everyone would be doing them. And that's simply not the case, you know, out there. So, you know, you got to know that what comes with that is the ability to withstand obstacles. So what can be an obstacle? I don't know. Let's say you went out and did an attorney presentation and, and it was really bad or you got a really bad response or somebody was like, oh my God, don't ever come back to my office again, whatever. Let's say that you got two staff members that decided, uh, wow, uh, they just decided to up and leave or they had life circumstances, pregnancies, marriages, uh, new relationships, uh, better job opportunities that took them out of your office. And now you have to, you know, retrain some people. Whatever the obstacles are, those obstacles are really just when you have a big goal, when the obstacles start coming up, know that it's because you're on your way to that big goal. That's typical. It's normal to have that. So don't fight that. And don't get too riled about it. It's just a normal part of of growth, right? Now, the fifth thing that you want to do, and this is really a key thing that you want to do, is you want to surround your yourself with like-minded people or you want to be part of a group of like-minded people so that you're basically spending your time with people that share your vision that you know have the same sort of um, understanding listen your success if you look at it your success is going to be based on the people that you surround yourself with my recommendation and what i do is i try to surround myself with very successful people because that pushes me far more successful, far more financially successful, far more successful in their lives than I am because it pushes me. It, it shows me what's possible and it assists me. So those are the things that if you, so, you know, have a big goal, have a big vision and know why you want to, uh, you want to achieve that. What is the result of that? Have a burning desire to achieve it. Take massive action. Do steps to achieve it. If you need to find mentors that can help you, find them. Um, but do taste, take the massive action. Don't give up. You know, uh, uh, you know. If the only way that you lose is to quit. Okay, losers quit. Winners don't quit. Now, winners might get the crap knocked out of them. But they don't quit because they know the only way they can lose is to quit and they don't want to lose. So, you know, don't quit. Just because things get hard, don't go off that goal. Don't quit. And then surround yourself with really good people. Surround yourself with really successful people and you will find that you'll stay a lot more motivated. Okay, those are the tips that I have. Those are things that will help you to not lose your mojo when you're building an injury practice. Doctors, if you are interested in our program, it's called the Smart Injury Doctors Program. You can call us at uh, 800-940-6513. You can check us out at uh, www.smartinjurydoctors.com. I would highly recommend that you call us, though. We have a 21-point audit that we do for doctors where we show you where in your clinic you're losing potential referrals 
on the injury side. A lot of doctors saying, oh my gosh, I just have to go out and do all, you know, get with these attorneys and constantly go with attorneys and constantly look for referrals. But there's a lot of ways that you're missing out on referrals just with your internal procedures or lack thereof. So give us a call. We have a PI performance audit and we'll just audit those 21 areas that we found through doing coaching and everything else that are very helpful if a doctor puts in. And you'll know what they are. After, you, after that call, you'll know exactly what they are. Um, and that information can only assist you. So doctors, uh, like always, I appreciate your time and your attention, and I look forward to delivering another podcast in the future. Thank you. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.